When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When my guest this week said she would be happy to come on the show, I was floored. She's inundated with press requests right now. She's leading the charge and shutting down online harassment for journalists. She just won her case against her online harasser. She just met with the attorney general. She's trying to change laws in Canada to protect people from idiots. Oh yeah, plus she has one of the most successful broadcasting careers ever. Sportsnet, Leafs TV, Breakfast Television, and now Steel and Vance on Czech TV. She's wonderful. She's got an amazing story. She's my guest this week on Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast. It's Jody Vance. Jody Vance, welcome to Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast. This is so cool. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the time. Uh, always been a big fan of um, of what you do and being an Ontario boy. I uh, moved out here in 2005. I remember seeing you on Leafs TV, Sportsnet, all that fun stuff out there. And then I came out here and had to be reintroduced to local media and all these things to kind of wrap my head around what was going on in British Columbia. And there's Jody. And I was like, hey, there she is. <laughs> it's great. So, um uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks for you, but I appreciate the time coming on this little show. So thank you so much, my friend. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. I am too. I, there's lots to talk about. I mean, but as I as I come through this this show and I start talking about uh, people's journey and a few of the things that are going on, I have wanted to talk to you for a long time on, on the old version of my show and this one. So this, this has worked out great because I, I do think that you've got a great story and a great journey and... I love telling those things on this thing. So there we go. So cool. uh, let's do a little intro uh, for everybody. Jody Vance, what do you do? What do I do? <laughs> I'm a mom. I'm very proud of being a mom. I balance uh, work life. I love to work. I love to create. I love to do what you're doing right now, pull stories from people. Um, it began very early days. Um, I wanted to be a sportscaster on TV. You referenced, you know, Leafs TV and Sportsnet and all that. And and just as a little kid, I I wanted to be a sportscaster on TV. And that was something I said out loud from a very young age, much to the chagrin of my mother. Uh, she was like, "What do you mean?" Um, and then I just got on this path of of learning the craft of radio and then working my way up that ladder from handing out stickers in a shopping mall and driving a community cruiser to telling everybody I wanted to be on camera doing sports and and then I found myself doing that and I just was like wow okay this is a great opportunity um maybe they'll give me a chance to do it again sometime and it was like the next day and then it just grew from there and and honestly I kind of follow the mantra of, you know, do the thing and it'll give you the energy to do the thing and, and nice. aim high and, you know, to pull from some of like the mentors of the world. I can drop big names, but just, you know, pick your mentor. My grandmother always was like, you know, just make sure you love what you do because you love to work hard. So you might as well love your work. So yeah. I just started, you know, unpacking my broadcast want 
and it just grew in, in various ways. So I do tell stories with people. Like I, I'm not an expert on really anything, to be honest with you, um, but I'm hungry for knowledge. So when I get to interview an expert, um, I feel like I'm, you know, going to university. I feel like I'm, you know, so fortunate to get to share even a few minutes, sometimes longer. I'm not used to the tables being turned like this, quite frankly. I'm better at asking questions than answering them. I can ramble all day long. So my do is <laughs> I'm a storyteller and I do it on camera and I do it on, on audio, podcast, radio, what have you. I'm a broadcast pirate. I'm owned by no one and work for everyone. That's the best because you, uh, the, I, uh, the the story of people is what I named this because it's I, I am fascinated with people's journey and the story of people and going into um, sports broadcasting would have been tough when you were coming into it. I would imagine there wasn't a ton of um, women on the air at that point. TSN did a uh, had a little bit Sportsnet, but you guys you're part of this first wave i think really honestly of people that 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 were on and uh, i thought it was great i mean i always thought there was a um uh a calmness about your about the way you you broadcast it it carries over now which is why you've been on the list of me to be able to, to speak to because I, I find that there's some people that are very like businessy and these are the sports and this and that but there's a there's a nice there's a nice cadence to how you how you do your job and I and I and I think that would transpire and move into the storytelling bit that you that you like to do and do you feel comfortable pulling these stories out of people like what's your what's your favorite kind of uh, uh, episode for you like as a as somebody who uh, investigates stories and tries to pull them out of people um, what's like the, the best feeling for you uh, pulling those stories out of these people because not everybody gives you everything some people you really have to pull out and i'm learning about pulling things out of people but uh, you're you're a broadcaster so you've you've had to experience all the ups and downs of it but what's 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 the best feeling for you in this space when i learn something you know a lot of people um ask you know how do you know so much about so much and then the answer to that is i really don't know everything about everything and i'm curious right i'm 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 listening to you as you're asking your question and i'm thinking to myself how do i how do i answer that oh i don't know um you know i i loved hanging out with wayne gretzky for a day and learning about wayne and and how everybody was so curious and and careful with him and then how he was very you know normal and kind and and I and I saw him say hello to 200 people and everybody introduced themselves by name and then he did an hour and a half event where he signed a, a bazillion autographs and then they came through that same VIP group and he said goodbye to everybody by name like that, those are the moments where I'm like oh what just <laughs> happened you know um when I got to hang out with Wade Belak when I did wait a minute mm. with with Wade and and we didn't plan anything we literally did not ever plan an episode of that. And thank goodness for amazing producers. Um, uh, Philomena Gennaro Lowry comes to mind. She would she would comb through all of the craziness that we would put together, that we would just viscerally experience together. And then she'd make this magical um, package for our viewer that would sort of share our experience that day. And, and 
you know, it's that kind of creation. I don't do it by myself. There are always people, you know, supporting. There are people behind the camera. There are people in my ear rooting me on. There are people behind the scenes who are putting together the visuals. But ultimately, it's like how I imagine adrenaline sports for other people. You know, it is very scary to have just, because I edit my own, let's say for Seeking Stanley in 2011. This is probably one of my favorite, if, if my favorite dids. Um, in 2011, doing the, the post-game show for, for CBC um, when the Canucks were going to the Stanley Cup final, um, it was myself and an editor sitting in a room watching the game, and I would choose what we're cutting. And every game in the final series felt like, or in the yeah, in the lead up to, to the, the finals anyway, it was like overtime. Every Everything. every game went into overtime. Cutting a highlight pack to go to overtime is precarious because you're trying to tell the story of the game, and yet you don't know which way it's going. And three minutes from that last goal, the yeah. winning goal, you have to be on set to deliver it. You know, talk about not caring whether or not I had lipstick on. You know what right. I mean? I was right. like running around barefoot and then I'd slip into my fancy shoes and I'd deliver the... But when I'm standing up there and my heart is pounding, hoping that I'm going to get it right, right? There's no script. I did it. I cut it. I, I mean, I've got my notes for my highlights. I know, you know, what's coming next, but I'm oftentimes, you know, check the score, check the time, check the... Okay, who's a, this is what's happening and, and doing those highlights. And I'm just terrified. If I come across calm... Uh, well, that, that's, the, that's the pro of it. I mean, it, it's the funny thing is, is uh, I'm amazed at, at, at the pros like yourselves that can that can act on the fly and do that. I, this is a little program on Restream. I, I try to produce a little bit on the fly to, to, to reduce my post work <laughs> just because of timing and all the rest of it. But the idea of um, I think on all the shows I've done, the idea of like you've got one minute. Uh, you know, you can have this guest right now. We got one minute and you got to go. And you're like, how do we, how do we walk this thing and prep? And so I, I like to take those stories that you just told and go, okay, great. How can I get better at that? If something gets thrown at me at the last minute or, or whatever. So, uh, I guess you're just consistently yeah. learning you. Um, it's fun to not have a net, you yeah. know, it's terrifying yeah. and also gratifying. Cause let me tell you most every day, including today, I start by saying, well, why me? I'm, I mean, imposter syndrome much. And then I do the thing and I'm like, you know what? That was pretty good. That was, that was cool. And, and it's that roller coaster of life that makes you feel like, you know, this is, this is fun. This is living. This is. Yeah. Well, why you, out there. why you, uh, should always be, um, <laughs> should always be a yes. I mean, you inspire people. You, you've, you've been on the air for a, a long time. You, you, uh, I, I I think that you you're the leader or a, or a leader or part of the leader of of, of women that um, really uh, help shape the landscape of of media in this country and I'm and I've Aww. been watching you for a while I, I'm I'm a believer in that I really do I've been watching you for a while and when I heard that that you had this starting uh, I was like this is mm. great because your Twitter follow is amazing and uh, and then the other side of it is is you've got this you know. <laughs> Like steel and Vance, two talk about two people who I love listening to individually, and then they have a show together. Uh, and then you know, isn't that picture crazy though? That's amazing. Can you just like that picture is so not the typical headshot for a show? And Brad McLeod, one of the producers that worked on our show, 
um, creative guy uh, yeah. chose that. He goes, am I crazy? And I'm like, nothing really personifies no, my that's... crazy with Linda's like, are you serious, Vance, right now? Um, <laughs> and we just get along. We're super different. We are very different people. And yet we're really good friends. And I think this world needs more people who don't necessarily view the world the same, but absolutely respect and adore each other and, and are willing to link arms and, and move forward in a good way. So thank you for, for the praise of Steel and Vance. We own that oh, show. It's, she well, and I, I was gonna we ask own you. it. I was going to ask you about that because check to me, I, I it's been awesome. Uh, media the landscape of media changes consistently. We're all, you know, unfortunately yeah. people that we know, they lose. I mean, I'm sure you've been let go and rehired and let go and rehired. And it's just, it's gotta be uh, a hit on the ego, especially uh, when you've been on, I know a, f a few media people that haven't gotten over it, you know, where they've gotten let go. And it's like, wow, I'm not on TV anymore. No one's listening to me. No one cares about what I have to say anymore. It's just this weird kind of thing. Uh, so to have you guys come together, sorry, ladies come together and put together this great you can show. Call us guys, I'm good with it. It's all good. <laughs> I just whatever. I, I do. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think check check has done an amazing job with like uh, uh, Taylor and um, uh, the bringing those guys back after they got let go and when that insanity of the of Team 1040 getting blown up, which just boggled my mind. Um, yeah, like Donnie and so, Dolly, the team. I love those guys. I know. No matter what little, our Twitter says, you got a little battle going with them, which is great. <laughs> Stop I, stealing my chips. Check to me seems like the the perfect television uh, network for this thing, and they give you ownership, and it's sort of like you don't need to get into the minutia per se. But how does it work? With I don't this? mind is getting it, into it. Yeah. So no, how does it, let's how do does it, it work it, having a show like this then with, with them? I'm super proud to talk about this because check is North America's only employee-owned media outlet. So when somebody wants to say, oh, you work for big corporate media and you're funded by blah, blah, blah. No, we're actually not. We're right. not. Check is an amazing independent entity. Uh, and, and I think a design model that should be emulated in other jurisdictions because there's too much homogenization in media where you see the same sort of headline bouncing through, particularly in the US, not so much in Canada, but literally the same script being used in, in quote unquote local um, when that's not at all what's happening. It's all being generated out of uh, one sort of central mm -hmm. hub. Now with our show with Czech, um, we were approached to, um, to be a part of it, I was working uh, with the orca.ca. I was writing a weekly column and doing my my podcast with George Affleck, Unspun, which is a BC political podcast or a podcast that unspins the politics here. And, and yeah. then when Linda and I first, long story short, we got together and Linda was like, we should do something together. I'm like, well, let's do a podcast, start there and we'll see what happens. And that became of interest to check and they thought well if you're going to do a podcast maybe we could put that on tv yeah and we started going well what would that look like and it happened very very quickly this is us actually sitting on donnie and dolly's set we're holding up cheese so um, funny. Uh, mocking them a little bit last week it was very funny um but the the funny part the the cool part is when check really quickly made the decision to be like we would like we would like to um do the the practical side of this show obviously we can't afford to pay you and linda you know your market value 
Uh, and Linda and I were like, mm, okay, well, we're not doing this for free. And then yeah. it was like, well, what if we own the show and we have mm. full control over what we do, but you guys provide us with the studio, you provide us with some graphics, you know, there's some support um, in the technical side, but we bring the content and we bring sponsors and we find, you know, you, you basically, you lease the show from us. Then we, this is, it was so funny. Um, we, I'm so proud of this. Honestly, I love when you put those photos up. Um, so they, <laughs> we, we decided on, it's such a good looking thank show. you. We decided on a, um, what, what we would do it for knowing how much work would go into it weekly. Um, and we negotiated a price that Linda and I were both comfortable with that they would lease the show for a guaranteed 42 week season. Wow. Um, and then there are other pieces of the puzzle where when there's interest in sponsorship, there's a share there, but check makes its money back because it sells the commercial time, traditional commercial time. So there's like a real balance to the formula for this. But the very best part of this is we book the guests, we say what we want, we drink wine, we eat chips. Amazing. Linda swore on episode three. My whole goal was to make Linda Steele swear on TV, and she did. Um, and, <laughs> you know, if people complain, if people, you know, call up, check, and say, oh, I don't like the fact that they're doing this, they're like, well, you know, you can complain to them because they own the show. It reminds me of of um, old school television a little bit. I, I grew up in Ontario. We had um, I had Carolyn Frolic on a little while ago, and she was on the oh, new v, the new VR, the new VR in, in Barrie, Ontario. Which I said to her, I'm like, this is like that that harkens back to me growing up. That's like <laughs> Gilligan's Island, the Beachcombers. It was the everything, but then yeah. there was independent news from Peterborough. There was this and that. So Czech has always reminded me of that, and. Um, I, I think it's the perfect home for you guys. And the fact that they, you know, I guess the, the, the other question that we're on due for a while here, but there's a lot to talk about in, in due here. But um, now how much work is it? Because now you you own it, but then you've got to book the guests. And then, you know, how is it working with the, the, the cutting the micro content and all this stuff that kind of has to go with it? Uh, has your workload doubled now that you own it? Has it become a little bit easier uh, because they give you know you it's easier. Own? It's easier. It, yeah, okay. it's it's easier because there's no layers of management to Ugh, you know. We right. started the first show, and we had like headlines because Linda comes from news, and there's always been headlines. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I don't know if we need headlines, but if you feel like we need headlines, we should have headlines. And the first show we had headlines, and I'm like, I don't think we need headlines. And Linda's like, you're right, we don't. Okay, we don't have headlines anymore. Right. That's how difficult that was. Okay, typically on a show, it doesn't go like that. It's got to go through like, oh, how much time did we put in it? Where's the graphics people? Where's the producer? Where's the executive producer? Where's the boss? Where's the manager? Where's the... Yeah. No, it's a it's two, which also um, puts us in a position where, like, it's not scripted. We don't write it down. This is actually authentic conversation. Yeah. And our first episode we ever did, our, our, our premiere, um, that morning, the queen died. You want to talk about planning a show and then changing it? On uh, the fly, right. You know, and then Jan, Jan Arden's our first guest. She's our unofficial um, co-host on the show. Huge supporter. Uh, she flew herself up, put herself uh, uh, flew wow. herself out and put herself up and hung out with us. And she's been on a couple of times. You know what's crazy about this show is I, like, on a flyer, email Dr. Bonnie Henry to her regular email address. I'm like, I'm not sure. And maybe an in-studio would be better than virtual. And yeah, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm there. And she right came there. and she hung out. 
the, uh, John Horgan gave an exit interview. Um, David Eby came in studio. Uh, you know, we have legitimate, unbelievable, um, I don't, I, I don't want to call it luck, but success in booking our guests. When we invite people to come, I guess, and hopefully this doesn't sound full of ourselves, but I guess the fact that we do have the experience that we are the veteran broadcasters, that we do have the reputations that we have, it's not all that hard to book a guest. Like, no, as opposed to some if they dude, have time, uh, they're coming uh, in. As yeah. opposed to some uh, some guy uh, that no one knows in a basement uh, that has a little fake brick wall in a podcast, but reaches out to <laughs> said people like yourself and says, if you have a moment and you very nicely say yes uh so i know that feeling of getting the get because it's a great feeling and it's been a good run since i've changed formats especially uh it's been a, it's been a very wonderful experience to be able to talk to people like yourself because it yeah is that fake brick wait it's fake i might brick need to cancel day. this do we have to i mean um i i don't know if i put it in the guest deck that i sent to you that <laughs> you I, better it's in front and it's funny because a couple of weeks ago or uh i just did a, a, a one with brittle star and when he came on oh, and, he, and he goes, Hey, it's the fake brick wall podcast uh, thing. And I'm like, cause he has one too. And we, we, it was just a funny thing. You know, the secrets out a little bit. This is real out, guys. We let them out one at a time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, well, who wouldn't want to, I mean, you, you two, look at you two you guys are just wonderful. You, you're, you're amazing. Uh, you, you, you pull content out. You, you produce content. I loved, um, Linda's like uh, on her side, on your side. When she did that at CTV, it was amazing. Yeah, really going after yeah. it. And you guys aren't afraid to to just get the stories out. Um, and you like to rattle rattle the cage a little bit. And I love that. It's great. Love it's that. perfect. Um, it's perfect. Can I give yeah. a shout out? One shout out on Steel and Vance because we could not do it without the two people who work behind the scenes. We don't have a full control room. We have Derek Wine. Derek Wong and Nina Savage. You want to talk about technically putting together a show in 2023. They do the jobs of 20 people behind the scenes. They they make miracles. They make magic happen. We are the MacGyver of television, and it is so incredibly gratifying to uh, produce television that garners the response that you're giving it here with a, with a team of four of us. Five of the us, if you add in our graphics person who is exceptional back at check. But there's basically so four of us. Check provides, the so check pro that sort of part of the deal is like we need someone that's going to help us produce live and all the rest of it as well. Is that sort of part of the deal? Or did you have to go find them? It's Oh Boy Studios, which also does Don Donnie and yeah. Dolly, the team, yeah. as well as Mo Amir's This Is Van Keller. We all share a studio that's nice. rented by Check in Vancouver. So basically, Check is wanting to expand into Metro Vancouver, into the lower mainland, because they've been very. Um, niche and celebrated as a Vancouver Island station, but they've broadened out a bit. And and Linda and I are part of, of wanting wonderful. to do that because we're local. We want we want to take international, national, and and provincial news and land it on your kitchen table and say, you know what, we'll watch the news for you. Here's what you need to know each week. Amazing. We'll have some fun doing it, and yeah, follow along. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I could spend 
a lot of time on do. We're going to come back to sort of what's in in the news with you uh, right now. But I do, I do. Uh, you touched a little bit on it, but um, Jody, how did you do it? How did you get to the spot here of check of of the, where we're at now with the show? Uh, the, but the journey that takes you at least TV. Can you can you dive in a little bit? As like to, all the way back. Well, all I mean, you can let me use a, a word. You can pricey whatever you want to, but you feel free to just add whatever. It's really, but but how how did you get to this spot of just feeling so comfortable within yourself to to have this amazing space uh, to be able to be confident enough to, yep, check, yeah, we got this. We're gonna own this thing. We're gonna do this. I mean, there's a bit of a there's a journey there. There's 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 hirings. There's firings there's there's movements there's moves all these different things that that kind of contribute to it um but how did you do it um well my my school counselor called me a uh, conscientious and tenacious person and then i promptly went to a dictionary because we couldn't google back then um <laughs> and looked up those words <laughs> but conscientious and tenacious so i would say that tenacity helps me very much in my do um, because I, I just look at something and I think I, I, I want to try that. And I, of course, have fear that I won't be able to, but I don't, I don't fear failure in the sense of, oh, it'll hurt my ego or what will I do? Because I'm a really hard worker. I loved being a waitress. I worked in kitchens. I have my red seal in culinary. I'll be the best damn Subway sandwich artist you've ever seen in your life if I need to make a paycheck. I am not above working hard wherever and whatever that means, Yeah. which gives me some freedom in saying, you know what, if I try this and it doesn't work, okay, okay. But in my, in my do, in my did, mm -hmm. in my still doing, <laughs> yeah. um, I always try to aim high and i go with the hell yes and if something is a hell no or even just a hmm, then it's a no for me i i'm i'm old enough now i'm 55 years old um and and i started in this industry when i was 21 so I, you wow. know i i you know it was 1988 at bruce allen's christmas party i was bartending Jeez. and i said it out loud to everybody who would listen to me and that, that is my advice if you're listening right now because you want to do what i'm doing don't listen to the people who tell you you can't do it listen to your gut and follow your path but understand that only like two percent of people actually make a living doing it so have something else yeah. to pay your rent and you know unless you're independently wealthy which is great for you if you are but yeah. there's no like i'm walking in and i'm covering hockey let me tell you how many years i spent not covering hockey on my goal of being yeah. at first i wanted to be jim robson i don't know if you can see the photo there's a photo behind me of jim yeah can you see that yeah I can. so that's yeah. from jim can you uh, yeah there it is that that's yeah back 1970 there. that's the first gotcha. canuck season wow. and that's jim robson sitting in the booth play by play he signed it on the back he is my hero he is um i'm so blessed to have somebody like jim in my life who has been supporting me since the very earliest of days that the if you say it out loud if you say i want to be a sportscaster on tv and somebody looks at you and goes good luck with that turn from that person and say it to someone else and then when they go oh my gosh that's great <laughs> go you're my people that's right Let's go. Yeah. i'm a big proponent of, so i get joy from other people's joy all right so when they go after something and they they go for it i actually put an episode out last week 
only going to cross promote one time here. Go <laughs> ahead, I put an go episode ahead. I put an episode out last week about the importance of saying the word yes. Okay, mm. and if you say yes, um, it actually turned into a coffee mug. I think because I think I, I'm going to turn it into say yes so you can do. Okay, oh, good one. Right? I want one. If okay. you do that, I'll send you one. I, I think it's a new thing. I would like it, it lends itself to a whole bunch of different different things. I just got to send in my copy right here. One sec. There you no, go. Load no, up. I won't tell anybody. Nobody, say, nobody will know. No one's. Yeah. Yeah. Until we, we tweet this and then people will listen. Uh, exactly. but yeah, Say yes. So you can do. So I'm, I'm a massive proponent of that. I, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, there's cliches up all day, about the journey is the prize and sort of, but I'm telling the, you, you know, this, yeah, the story though, with, you know, the first opportunity I got was to say yes in that, you know, bartending, bartending at Bruce Allen's Christmas party and trying my best in a situation where everybody was having a good time. And I just tried to make it fun for everybody and, 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 and be in the moment. And then somebody offered me a job in radio because I said, I want to be a sportscaster on TV. And they're like, oh, well, I'm launching a radio station, 10 bucks an hour, call me tomorrow. Yeah. That was my foray into wow. becoming a community cruiser reporter for AM 600 CHRX. Um, but then fast forward 15 years, no, yeah, 12 years, and I'm standing in Vancouver television doing sports. I was hired to do sports on the weekends because of saying yes over the course of my career and also saying what I wanted to do. I got the opportunity to do sport. I was the only person in the sports department at that t television station when it started. Talk about in over your head. Right. Woo! But I did it, and people helped me, and they, yeah. made it, they made it happen. But then I took... Uh, on a Sunday, I was asked to give this man from Toronto a tour of our station because it's digital and it's da-da-da. Jody, would you mind giving him a tour? I'm like, sure, no problem. And I'm walking around with this guy and I'm like, here's the control room and this is editing and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm walking him through and then I get back and I'm like, and this is where I stand and this is my desk. And he's like, so where do you see yourself? You know, what's your five-year plan or whatever? I said, well, I want to be the first woman on the desk at S3, which in that moment, because it was... Vancouver Television was the CTV property and independent, oh, yeah. like when you talked about the new VR, similar. And and I had heard that there was a new sports network coming called S3. That was like the working title for Sportsnet. Hmm. And I said, I want to be the first woman on the desk at S3. Little did I know the guy that I was touring around was Scott Moore, wow. the guy who created Sportsnet. And he Amazing. tells the story that in that moment, he decided I would be. <laughs> It's isn't that amazing? You meant you talked about it earlier, manifesting it and saying it. Uh, we have sim we have a uh, we have similar in that regard where I I was exactly the same way where I'm like I'm gotta I love that you know, I gotta do it. It's gonna happen. Um, and you I, I sent you the user deck of uh, of um, of what this show is, and there's a picture of me at Wembley, and that was my. That was my that was my moment. I have to. I saw the Freddie Mercury thing, and it's like I have to do a show yeah. at Wembley, and and there it was. So manifesting it, Jody. Yes, 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 yes. Manifesting it, making it, and putting it out into the universe. And um, yeah, because there's so you many believe people. in you. Yeah, yeah. and you're the you only one that's going to believe. believe. In you. You're the only one realistically that's going to believe in you. I mean, you're you. And I mean that, like, I'm not saying discounting parents and grandparents and all the rest of it. You can get all the motivational speaking in the world from your your parents. You can do this. You're going to do this, and it's going to be amazing. And you can feel confident. But unless you actually go and kick that door down that people are offering, 
it's not gonna it's not it's not gonna happen because it's just so competitive and especially women in sports at that time you know and, and good on scott to recognize that and give you that opportunity you know which is and he also um i have to tell you when when i he flew me out to Sportsnet, um because i was part of the dress rehearsal show um and then that summer of 1999 um i flew out to fill in on the desk um i felt i filled in with um brad fay and jamie campbell mm. mike toth and and, the, and darren millard that crew but then i stayed for an extra week he had me fill in for darren drager who at the time was doing the supper hour um sportscast but my very first very first time on the desk at sportsnet i only did the pacific region like he kind of said why don't you talk to your people you've been doing sports out there already so it'll feel comfortable and you can so yeah. i went up on the desk and let me tell you i did my best impression of don taylor <laughs> i did my best impression of brad fay or jamie campbell or darren like yeah. i tried to be one of the guys so hard and i stepped down after and it's like one in the morning eastern when it um wrapped up on the Pacific region and Scott was in the, in the building and I didn't realize he had been sitting in the control room. This is the type of leader this man is. And he came up on set uh, beside the stage and I walked down and he goes, you know what? That was great. That was really great. But you were trying to be one of the guys. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I want you to be you. And then he said something that changed my life. And this is, it's right at this time. He said something that changed my life. He said, I want 100% Jody. I want you to absolutely be your authentic self so much so that I need to pull you back. I want you to push the envelope so far that you break through the other side. And when you step in it, because you will, yeah. I will save you. I oh, will amazing. rescue you. I will stick up for you. I will protect you. And he gave me all of the right to be myself all the time. So I only know how to do myself. So when somebody says, I need you to fit into this little box right here, I'm like, okay. I'm going to smash that. But box I don't out. know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And they're like, but I'll, we'll give you this much money to do it. And I'm like, but, but see, you're not hearing me because I yeah. don't know how to do that. I only know how to be this. I'm a lot, but I'm me. No, but that's but authenticity is everything, and that's you know, and that's why you've been a major get for me. I you, you seem the most one of the most authentic people out there from that standpoint, and why, which is why when this show came to be with with you and Linda, and I was like, well, this is just going to be the best thing ever because you got two incredibly authentic people together on set that that um, politely don't care what you think. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like that's so. That's that's our next mug. That's Writing right. that down. Politely, politely don't, we'll don't trade mugs. Care. You send me that one, and I'll send you. Right. I'll send you. Uh, um, okay. So, wow. I, I mean, we could, I could keep you for hours here. There's so much I want to talk to you about, but we'll 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 leave that for a part two. But what's the? I, I want to get into what's going on in the news right now, but I definitely want to uh, talk about what will you do next, and maybe that ties into a little bit about what's been happening and and where you want to see the future of. Um, the legal system in Canada, but what will you do next for Jody? Steel and Vance, pods, everything, media. What's what's your plan? Um, my plan is to keep building on what I am currently doing. Um, I get asked a lot if I want a future in politics. I do not <laughs> want a future in politics. I was so shocked when people, because we just had the municipal election here last October. Uh, you know, a year ago, people were like, "Are you running for mayor?" 
And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Can you yeah, imagine no me at a council meeting? Oh my <laughs> goodness. No, 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 no. Um, and I've had others sort of feelers like, yeah, you should really, you should think about it. I'm like, that's just not for me. It's not yeah. for me. That said, um, I do have a couple of things that I would like to change. Um, and one of them very much in the forefront right now with the fact that on March the 10th, 2023, after seven long years, I faced my uh, perpetrator, somebody who had criminally harassed me since 2015. He had harassed me. I'd never said his name publicly. I'd never said his name out loud until March the 10th of this year. And I have known his name and possessed his photograph for years. Um, so I faced him in court. I stayed in my lane for all of those years, thinking the justice system will play out as it should. I'm, I'm trusting of the system, and I, I believe that those who do wrong will be held to account. Um, online harassment is absolutely off the hook, out of control globally. But what we're seeing in Canada, the and, and I, I have to, like, right now say I am a 55 year old white woman of means and I can't get justice. I can only imagine what a young woman mm. of color feels like right now. Um, somebody who's struggling financially to think that they might be able to navigate the justice system in a way that is meaningful because now I'm filing a civil suit that's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars. It's going to, it's probably going to cost me a year's salary just to try and get some meaningful consequences for this person. And therein lies my next mission is I need to change, not for my case, nothing can be changed about my case. He got a plea agreement, a joint agreement was put forward. He got a conditional discharge. Richard Oliver needs to stay the hell away from me. Everybody that I work with, my family, my friends, you know, I'm still gonna have a photo of him up in my son's school office, um, which is horrifying. And yet, mm. you know, that's gonna, that's gonna hopefully help me move the ball downfield, sports analogy. Um, with the Attorney General of British Columbia and then further up the federal political chain to try and have the criminal code addressed so that others um, will see some swift and meaningful consequences to those who had harassed them. I mean, you, you've been following along on this story. It's been, it's been a busy couple of weeks. <laughs> and it's a must watch and much listen. So um, you must be getting inundated with these requests, but it's an extremely important topic. Um, I... Probation. I have breaking news for you, actually. I got breaking news for you. Stand I haven't by. said I gotta, this out loud. I literally I should, only told my... I need to isolate this. Unmute. Okay, here we go. This morning, I received a letter from the Attorney General of British Columbia, Nikki Sharma. Um, the office has received... I sent a, a package of documents to the AG and copied in the Premier of British Columbia, who was very supportive on Twitter when this all broke. Um, but I sent all of it. I sent everything that was in my case, all of the all of the transcripts that I had to pay for, by the way, uh, to get my transcripts from my court case. But I put it all together and I made a request that the criminal code be addressed, that there be some direction uh, around criminal harassment. And I heard back from the attorney general's office this morning and they have looked at my my um, package of documents and we are setting up a meeting to discuss she's also uh, the office has has forwarded it along to um the the crown to have a look at at what transpired 
um, my victim impact statements in there, evidence is in there, the transcripts, all of it. So there is more that is going to come of what happened to me. Again, nothing can change in my case. I'm not asking for a privileged you know, light mm -hmm. switch to be flipped for me, but I am going to make it hopefully sooner rather than later, um, much easier to navigate uh, criminal harassment uh, in British Columbia and hopefully in Canada. But the attorney general getting back to me is huge and I'm grateful for their attention. So that's my definite well, will. Well, you're causing, I mean, it's a, such a, a national story. It's so important to the safety of journalists and just people online in general. This is, a, it's, it's absolutely insane. Like I, I know you guys like to joke and have fun with the rights on your show, but every now and again, you know, you, you could, there's somebody that would probably come on the show or, or whatever, but it's almost like you're afraid to put anybody on now because of what you say and then the harassment comes and, uh, and there's no protection for that, uh, for, for you guys. And I, um, I, I just, it's so insane. Like it's just nuts. And now do scientists though, like that scientists, like I was copied in Richard Oliver is his name my harasser yeah. i've never shared a photograph of him and i won't because yeah. i don't want yeah. him canceled i want him counseled i would like nice. to see him get counseling not be attacked or harassed because an eye for an eye is not my jam mm -hmm. however richard oliver copied me in on a death threat to dr bonnie henry like cc'd me on telling her that she is going down and i'm like what is happening here pictures of me with a communist flag as a mask um, and then a, a concentration camp like Auschwitz, mm -hmm. like me and my son belong here and our day of reckoning is coming. Like, this is ridiculous. And then you see what Dr. Or Professor Peter J. Hotez, vaccinologist at Texas Children's Hospital, like he's, he's a Nobel Peace Prize nominee. Like he's a, he was copied in on these emails. Like mm -hmm. he's getting attacked by people. The, the fact that, you know, Jason Kindrachuk, who's the, you know, Canada Research Chair at the University of Manitoba in infectious diseases, like, he was getting attacked by this man. This isn't just about journalists, and it's not just about women. It's mm -hmm. about how crazy things have gotten. You know, That's we had right. Connie Smudge on, Drag Queen, who does Drag Queen Storytime, yeah. on the same episode that we had David Eby on, our premiere, and all of us had a picture together. You should have seen the comments on social media under that posting. Like, People have lost the plot on civility. You can disagree. Change no, the channel. No, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, um, I have been, uh, what's the term? Alt-middle on a lot of things because we. I just think it's a great place to live, right? Alt-middle is a, is a, is a good, yeah. right? It's, it's, a, it's a good place to live. But um, I've yeah. told this story on here before. I was one of the first people with COVID in the country uh, in British Columbia. I was like patient 45, whatever the hell it was. And wow. the amount of hate that I got, speaking of that brittle starting because we were talking about going viral and I, the only time I really went viral was when I announced that I had COVID and everyone thought I was going to die. <laughs> I went to like 50,000 views in about two minutes and it was the funniest wow. thing. And, and people are like outside my, it's like yelling up at the window. Like it was great to know you. Um, but the hate that I got on the COVID side and I had to fight because I long hauled on it. Um, and I, I was on two inhalers and people were, were coming at me and the inhalers are bullshit and this and that. And I'm like, listen, you're welcome to them anytime. And I'm not, I, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. I will not tell anybody to, what to do with their life. I take that no. policy 
with everything. Like, you know, like just yeah. just live your life and, and do whatever. But there is a certain amount of like, as you said, humility and understanding that needs to happen. And um, I, yeah. I, I, I'm so sorry that you had to go through all of this stuff because it's just brought the worst out of every single person on the planet uh, that, that, that was in that space that have just doubled down on being, being, I don't know, awful. And, um, I see very you- little of it. I have to tell you, I block early and often. I, you know, there are people screaming into the wind right now. Yeah. There are people that I am, I am free rent in their brains, <laughs> That's the like best. big time. And, oh. and that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's when you threaten me yeah. over and over and I blocked this guy, I blocked yeah. him and blocked him and blocked him. He would create new email addresses. You know, I never thought in my life that I would hear the words that I did in court yeah. three times. They used one email address, Jody swallows well at gmail.com. Right, seriously. Um, but he was threatening my son. Like I'm never getting the tender time back with my son, no matter how much money yeah. or whatever that happens here. So I want to make sure that nobody does that to anyone else. If I can, if I can save one other person from going through this, it'll be worth it. Well, I want to wish you all the best with that because I, uh, I am a Thanks. massive supporter of the cause that you're doing and anything that I can do on this tiny little show to push it out there to help your cause. I will do it every single day uh, as much as I can, Jody. I'm a massive fan of what you're doing. I'm sorry that you had to go through it. Everyone, please listen to Jody's story and listen to um, and watch that interview. Uh, before I let you go, uh, I was going to ask you uh, about what gives you peace and calm now, uh, but I actually meant to clip this and talk about it earlier on the do section so i'll trade you a mug for one of these so you're drawing drawing now and these are just wonderful you're doing some art is this is this something that you've always done or is this a a new thing that you're learning because they look really really great it's super new okay so both of those are not finished yet i got this one over here because i was trying to learn how to paint horse country but neither of those paintings are finished i keep that easel in my living room and when i just need to unplug that one is is up at the uh, the cabin that we went up to and and uh just playing around just putting yeah. my phone down that's i think the ninth painting i've ever done in my life like i'm just an absolute novice hashtag crafty painting but you know um i love trees i walk in the trees yeah. every day i've got two dogs and mm-hmm. and getting out and moving and breathing and unplugging a little bit and and thinking about the good people good people like you um who are supportive and 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 moving my my mind away from those who would who would try to make me fearful and that that's a big piece of of my experience is i'm not scared of this man anymore and i'm probably not scared of really anyone anymore whether that's a good thing or not because i get out and i realize life is about these small steps forward and large strides forward at the same time you both can be true and and trying to you know pick up a paintbrush and do some crafty painting like that why not i mean it's so imperfect and that's okay i'm perfectly imperfect right say yes so you will Say yes, so you do. Say yes, so you will. Yes, <laughs> yes, my friends. Jody, thank you so much. I, uh, I, I want to. Uh, maybe we can revisit in a couple of months. I want to see how everything is going, sure. um, and all the best with the, the with the court system, which has its own problems and <laughs> and trying to get things changed. But um, you were on the forefront of women in media, and hopefully, you will be on uh, a, a big part of the future of protecting 
people like yourself and journalists and just all, all, people all in general about on, online harassment. Um, I want to wish you all the best with that. And I want to thank you so much thank for you. being part of Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast this week. It's, uh, it means a lot to me, so I appreciate it. Um, Do Did Will. Very cool. Very cool. Thank, uh, where can people find you online? Just to send them your way. Oh, uh Deal and Vance is uh, available at checkmedia.ca. Um, all of our episodes live there. We're also a podcast um, in podcast form, anywhere you get your podcast, S-T-E-E-L-E, Steel and Vance, V-A-N-C-E. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jody Vance, Jody with a Y. Um, I'm filling on CKNW. I'm the Canadian correspondent for Al Jazeera English. I do, I wear a lot of hats, um, but mostly I'm just, yeah, I'm just around. You can find me. You found me. I found you, and you answered, and I appreciate it. I do. <laughs> That's Do Did Will for another week, everybody. Uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in, and uh, we will see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. I'm Matt Cundell, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Cundell from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.